106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Our lady of blessed acceleration, don't fail me now. It's time for Drive Radio, presented by Colorado Select Auto Care Centers. Whether you need help diagnosing a problem. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Or just want to learn about all things automotive. Hey, how exactly does a positive track rear on a Plymouth work? It just does. Then you've come to the right place. So start your engines, buckle up, and get ready to ride. Drive Radio starts now on KLZ 560 The Source. All right, good morning. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Ken Rackley, joining me from Tech Automotive. He's walking in as we speak. Larry Unger helped me out on Fix-It Radio. He's here answering phones still. So I appreciate Larry very much. Helped me out that last hour, but he's here to take your call as well. And, of course, Charlie Grimes. and or, uh, Charlie Grimes not answering phones. He's switched gears now. He's just engineering like he He's doing, likes doing, doing what he does. That's right. And we got Larry answering phones now, so it's good. Good morning, Ken. How are you? Good morning. Yeah, doing real good. Thanks. Good. good to see yeah. you. Good to see you, too. It's been a while. It's been a little bit. Yeah. Glad you're yeah. here. Yeah, me too. Appreciate it. So, questions. Anything you've got for us? 303-477-5600. Yes, I know it's a very nice day outside right now, but a lot of you still have car questions. And if you've got something that you're working on or you're doing and you want some help on it, please give us a call. 303-477-5600. I want to talk a few things today, service contracts being one of them, and I hate to say extended warranty because they're not. Even these folks that say, you know, your war- your warranty's out and they're making the phone calls and all of that. We'll, we'll get into some of that because there's a-, a lot of nonsense, I think is the best way to say that on that end of things. So uh, we'll get into that. Question of the day. This came last week, uh, came in uh, as a suggestion, by the way. What is the best or... Worst-looking new car. The question of the day. What is the best or worst-looking new car? 303-477-5600. Sure is a broad question. It is a broad. Okay, a lot of people are going to hate me for this. I'm going to say it anyways. I'm not a fan of the new Bronco. Yeah. I know a lot of people love that thing. They think it looks great, awesome, and so on. I'm not that guy. If it's, I, I do not care for it. If it's decked out, if it's the Raptor, things like that. I mean, you know. Agree. I, you get a you get a stock Wrangler, not a fan. Agree. You get a Rubicon, something. Yeah, I agree. same thing. I but, saw a yeah, very bare bones stock Bronco white the other day. Black yeah. wheels. I mean, bare bones. Yeah. And I'm like, that's the ugliest car I think <laughs> I've ever seen. Yeah. It is yeah. nothing attractive about that car. But anyways, yeah. all right, yeah. we'll take some calls. Uh, but, hey, that's our question of the day. A- answer answer that for us, and we'll get right to the phones. Jerry in Greeley is next, and if you're calling in, hang tight. Larry will get your call. In fact, let me do this really quick to help Larry out. Hang on one second, Jerry. Let me put one on hold. Larry will be right with you. Jerry, you're next. Go ahead, Jerry. John, last week you were uh, talking about black boxes. about the, Yes, uh, on the insurance side. Yeah. Well, well, yeah, and uh, I couldn't call then, but um, I thought I'd share a story that a, a friend of mine experienced. Um, it was a really, really odd story. He he was working midnight shift at uh, a factory, and on his way to work last winter on a um, on a paved county road north of Fort Collins, in the blink of an eye, a uh, nearly naked man jumped up out of the borrow pit alongside the road, dashed out in front of him, and did a head dive into the front of his pickup. You've got to be kidding me. 
Yeah, so he's going 55, you know, the posted hmm. speed limit. Hmm. And um, there was nothing in the world my friend could have done to avoid it, you know, just because of human reaction time. Sure. And uh, this, so this fellow had left a suicide note behind, and he he was just dressed in his underwear. Apparently he was on some sort of drugs, and he just decided to to tackle a, a passing car to commit suicide. Unbelievable. Yeah, and um, so... I could think of better ways to go, Jerry. Well, yeah. yeah just saying. <laughs> just you saying. Know, uh, uh, being hit by a car has never been one of my main goals in life. Well, and you're affecting so many other people. Exactly. I just, anyways, that's a whole conversation for another day, and I feel bad for the families that are left behind from those decisions because that's not fun at all. But but, but what's the rest of the story? Well, so then when the um, law enforcement came, they seized my friend's pickup. Well, they they told him, they said, look, uh, either you can just sign this waiver and let us, you know, tow your flat tow your or uh, you know put your truck up on a on a flatbed and take it to the impound until we can read what's on the computer or you can leave it parked here for a while till we get a judge to sign a warrant saying we can seize your truck either way we're going to take your truck and we're going to keep it till we can do a forensic analysis of you know everything your steering angle your speed your braking forces whether your lights were on mm-hmm. whether you've been weaving prior to the collision you know, all that data that's stored on the onboard brain box. and um, Which, by the way, there's not as much data there as what they're thinking they're going to gather. Right. That was a lot of, uh, uh, how should I say, from the officer's standpoint, that was a lot of embellishment from the officer. And I would oh, have really? said, go get your court order. Oh, really? Well, Oh, yeah. Yeah, Kevin Flesh will even tell you that, our, our attorney here that's, you know, with us on all my programs. Kevin would say, you go get a court order. You're not taking my truck. Hmm. Okay. So all of you listening in the future, if that ever comes up, yeah, you go get a court order. You're not taking my stuff, period. Hmm. Because you know what, Jerry? A judge may not have signed off on that. And, uh, of course, this was the the first time my friend had ever been involved in a fatal accident. But, you know, he... Yeah, I understand. you know, they, they told him that, that in, in a case of a fatal accident that that was standard procedure. Well, so. and, and again, I love the police. You guys know my feelings on that. I back the blue, all of that. But I also know, Jerry, those guys are trained to tell you things that will make you do things that you would not normally do and that ne- aren't necessarily legal and or, you know, according to the law. They embellish a lot. They are trained to embellish and to get you to do things that you typically would not do. And this is one of those situations I would not have given in my truck. Okay, Period. good to know. Yeah. But he, uh, well, and, and, and even getting and into this, that black box requires a court order. Hmm. Well, and uh, in my friend's case, it had, uh, I guess, damaged the AC condenser and the radiator. Well, I'm sure. It's could, like hitting a deer or anything else. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. So he couldn't drive it anyway. Sure. But, um, Either way, that would have gone to my house, not the, not the impound yard. And for all of you listening in the future, if anything like that ever happens... That's how you do that. You have that hauled to your either place of business or your home. You're not hauling it to a body shop. You're not hauling it to an impound. You want to control that vehicle throughout. I don't care what the cops say. If they want to get a court order, get a court order. Otherwise, I'm hauling it to my house. Yeah, with the extenuating circumstances. That's right. It's going to my house. uh, Yeah, you might not have even signed off on it. Exactly. Jeff, there's all that stuff. According to a judge, and you've got an attorney, which Kevin Flesh would help out in these sorts of situations. He's a criminal defense lawyer and also personal injury injury lawyer, Jerry. He would have said that thing sits until you get a court order. 
Hmm. Good so, to know. That's good info for everybody else listening, by the way. It, uh, it took him about a month to get it released to the, where he could then take it for repairs. Sure. And, um, Which you're not getting, not giving you a dime for that. Right. And he, he was totally blameless. I mean, it was yeah. just, sure. absolutely not his fault, but, uh, you know, horrible thing. Oh, it's awful. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just terrible. I, I would not want to be that person, Jerry, right. ever. Yeah. But, but here's was, the thing, and this is just a reminder for everybody listening. This is why it's so important. To have somebody like Kevin Flesh, and I'm going to give you guys his phone number. This needs to be in your phone at all times. 303-806-8886. Kevin Flesh. Even if you just put attorney as the name and that number, that's all you need to do. Because, Jerry, that's one of those situations where the first phone call would have been to Kevin. Hey, I just had a problem. I just had a guy jump out in front of me. I think I may have even killed him. The police are most likely going to be here momentarily. What do I do? Yeah. Yep, makes, makes perfect sense. That's what uh, you do in that situation. The problem is when those things happen, we lose our wits. And I'm not blaming your friend because well, any of us would do that. Everything, yeah, everything I mean, starts to go haywire. Yeah. But that first phone call, once you sort of get your wits about you, needs to be to an attorney, not anyone else. Right, right, exactly. And... Um, well, and um, this was further reinforcement for me about dash cams. I'm a big believer oh, in yeah. dash cams. Yeah, that would have protected I, uh, him completely. Right. Yep. I got a bogus ticket a couple of years ago, and I, the only way I beat it was I was able to get a hold of the police officer's own dash cam video footage, which exonerated me. Good. But at that time, I didn't have my own, but since then, I, Good I job. have my own yeah. dash cam. Good job, Jerry. But, uh, that's a great question. No, that was a great in. comment. So uh, that, uh, that's good info for everybody, Jerry. Yeah, right. Thank you, gentlemen. You're very welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. No, that that is just straight up. Stuff good to know. That's that, right. Good everybody. info for everybody yeah. else. Right. 303-477-5600. You can text us a question as well. 307-200-8222. Hardy, you're next. Yes. Hi, my name is Hardy Swayze. I, I got a 2015 of Chevrolet Colorado. Okay. And when I go to fill it up with gas and get ready to crank it up again, it 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 takes a while for it to crank. You know, it don't just crank right up. It you got to pet it and all this other huh. kind of stuff, the accelerator to get the thing to crank up. Huh? It um, when you it it cranks like battery's good and everything, but it just takes a long time before it'll finally hit and start running. Right. Okay. It, 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 you, it, you know, you have to pet it like it's not getting enough gas. Sure. Or like it, it's not getting any gas. Has, has the check engine light come on recently, or is this a no. recent? No. No check engine light? No check engine light. Hmm. That's peculiar. But, yeah, there's some certain things in there that can cause that, especially when you fill up. And the only time it does it is when you fill up with gas. The only time, I, the only time it does it when it fills up with gas. Do you, do you top off, time, Hardy? Every time. Do not do that. Part of what might be happening, I don't know, because I'm not there, but part of what might be happening is as you top off, you're filling up the evaporative system that takes those fumes and recycles them through the engine to where we help ourselves out emissions-wise. And what happens, just for everybody else listening, great info, by the way, for everybody. When you top off, you can essentially overload that system, and you end up with even sometimes raw fumes that are getting back into the engine. And so what might be happening is you might have a small flood condition as you go to start up after being at the at the fuel station. So next time, first click, stop, see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Do you get on the highway because much? or? 
Uh, not much anymore. We I used to travel, you know, backwards and forward to Colorado Springs and, and okay. Cheyenne, Wyoming. Yeah. But uh, not really, not a whole lot. Oh, okay. And, you know, if, if the check engine light was on, I would say – yeah, well, and, and along with John's comment there, that was that's where I was kind of going towards too. A lot of times, there's a system called a purge valve, mm-hmm. part of the evaporative system, and right. those can fail, so they stick open when you're filling it up. So all those fumes are going right into the engine. So there again, you've got a flood condition, and you got to run that flood out of there before it'll finally start. So two things, Hardy. One, start stopping when it clicks the first time. Don't don't continue to top off. Second, if you do get into a situation where it doesn't want to start, put your foot to the floor. It's like the old days when a carburetor was flooded. I know you're fuel injected now, but that does a yep. clear the flood condition. See if it starts. See quicker. if that helps. Yeah. Oh, okay. Just yeah. mash it all the way. To you yeah. got it. And if. If that's going on, I would say, you know, we probably have a purge valve issue or something along those yeah, lines. Especially if you, okay, so two things. If you do the first click and it starts normally, we know what our problem is. Right. If it doesn't, then yes, Ken is probably correct and we've got an issue with the EVAP system. Yep. And we just have to get in and scan it yep, and do figure some it tests out. And he's it. in Aurora. He could help like you with that, that Hardy. Yeah. Who in Aurora? Uh, Ken Rackley, who's with me right now. He's at Toon Tech Automotive oh. right off of Colfax and 225. He can help you with that. Okay. So if you have any issues, call right. Ken. All right. Okay. Thank you. All right, Hardy. Thanks. Appreciate it. And for those of you driving around, maybe it sounds like Hardy was, you can always go to the website, drive-radio.com or drive-radio.com. Look for Tune Tech. It's in Aurora, only place we have in Aurora. You can find Ken's number, their address, all that, and just take it in, and he'd be happy to check that for you. David and Jim, you guys hang tight. We'll be right back. This is Drive Radio, KLZ 560. With rates on the rise, how do you get the best rate? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. Did you know that when you get cash out or your FICO score is below a 740 or you're financing a condo versus a single-family home, it will cost you more in rate and fees? Many lenders are charging more. Stop paying it. At Affordable Interest Mortgage, we have lenders that don't charge. Trying to purchase a second home or is your loan amount considered a high balance or jumbo? There they go again, charging you more. Take AIM. 720-895-0500. Let us show you a loan that doesn't charge more. Seeing a low rate but not reading the small print, only to realize all the extra costs and fees? Again, stop. Call 720-895-0500. Affordable interest mortgage. Quit paying fees and closing costs that are unnecessary. Get a low rate without all the extra costs. Let us show you how to save thousands. Call 720-895-0500 now. Affordable interest mortgage. 720-895-0500. Serving Coloradans for over 20 years. NMLS 298-191. Regulated by DORA. What's in a name? For Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, the name perfectly describes the -the state-of-the-art veterinary medical facility that we trust. Hey, this is Scott Watley, and for over 20 years, trust is why we have chosen Lone Tree Vet for all of our pet's medical needs. They provide a wide variety of medical and surgical services and utilize state-of-the-art methods, protocols, and technology. Whether your pet needs medical, dental, or surgical care, you can trust the medical team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center. We all know that making the decision for our pets to have a medical or surgical procedure is not always an easy one, 
But at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center, they understand the hesitation and anxiety that accompany leaving a pet for any type of procedure. Whether it's a spay or neuter surgery, a laparoscopic surgery, or a complex orthopedic surgery, the professional team at Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is dedicated to making your pet feel comfortable and special. If your pet needs medical care, call 303-708-8050 today. That's 303-708-8050. And for more information, visit them online at LoneTreeVet.com. Here are the three C's of high performance in less than 60 seconds. Your engine piston rings must have good compression, which makes good combustion, which saves cash at the pump. But you lose compression when piston rings clog with carbon. Today's engines use low tension rings, which clog much easier, which lowers compression, combustion, and the amount of cash in your pocket with higher fuel cost and expensive repairs. This problem can be fixed as fast as your next oil change. The best service shops use a BG product BG. that cleans the engine and accomplishes the three C's in just 15 minutes. It has three letters, E. PR, as in engine performance restoration that cleans piston rings and restores compression, which increases and saves you. Find a shop with BG products BG. at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. So, at your next oil change, remember the three C's. You will find more of this in your engine and this in your pocket when you clean your engine with BG. Most of us think of the days when we'll be retired. Have you planned well enough to be able to do the things you love when that time comes? When will you take Social Security? Have you thought about health care during your retirement days? Will you stay in your current home or move to another part of the country or world? These are all questions Al Smith of Golden Eagle Financial will ask you. The only way Al can help you with your financial future is to know what your future goals are. You don't want to be that person that tries to retire only to find themselves back at work because there wasn't enough money to handle all the expenses. Al will stress test your current plan, if you have one, and show what needs to be changed to make sure you achieve your financial goals. Al doesn't just help you with your financial goals either. He'll help you achieve your personal goals as well. That's Al's goal for all of his clients. He wants you to be financially free so you can achieve the things you've always wanted to do. Call Al Smith today at 303-744-1128 or visit our website, drive-radio.com. Have you been thinking about a new pair of glasses? Maybe some prescription sunglasses? Well, look no further than Stack Optical. Since 1968, yes, you heard me right. Since 1968, Stack Optical has been providing the most comprehensive quality ocular care for their patients. This family-owned business is proud to be one of the few optical offices that has their own on-site eyeglass production and eyeglass repair studio. Stack Optical, located at 2233 South Monaco Parkway, features the most extensive lines of eyeglass frames, sunglasses, and contact lenses to ensure that you love your appearance and experience superior comfort. Our comprehensive eye exams proactively diagnose eye conditions and diseases while providing the most accurate vision care. We welcome you to experience a lifetime of superior ocular care from doctors that are devoted to your eye health. Call now for your $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. At Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. Have you ever thought about owning a classic car, hot rod, older truck, or an out-of-the-norm vehicle? 
Worldwide Vintage Autos is the place to go for all your vintage car and truck needs. With over 80,000 square feet of indoor showroom and warehouse space, they make the shopping experience easy. Every vehicle they sell is checked out by their own staff and is verified as a roadworthy vehicle, and this includes consignment vehicles. When you buy a vehicle from Worldwide, it's a vehicle you can safely drive home. They sell over 1,200 vehicles a year, and most of their inventory comes from people like you and me. If you want to eliminate the hassle of selling your vintage or unique vehicle, give them a call today. By the way, sign up today for the VIP list. They'll give you updates on all their new inventory that the general public doesn't see yet, and it's at a discounted price. Worldwide Vintage Autos. Don't let the name fool you. They sell worldwide, but their showroom is right here in Denver. Find them today at WorldwideVintageAutos.com or call 877-378-4679, and make sure you tell them John Rush from Drive Radio sent you. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us today. I appreciate it very much. Uh, David in Littleton is next. David, welcome. Hi there. How are we doing, David? Uh, good. I, I've got a question about a 2000 Jeep Grand Cherokee. It just happens to be the most cherry thing you could ever imagine. But after I run about a half a tank of gas through it, uh, the cover, the coolant recovery reservoir is low, and AutoNation Jeep has ruled out the obvious reasons, like head gasket, etc. And nobody can find it. They've they've had it in their shop and run it for hours, hmm. and they can't find it. It's got 135,000 miles. And no visible leaks anywhere. I'm sure they've done a coolant dye test and all of that, and they don't find anything at all. Yeah, new hoses. and um, yeah. It does have a thermostat that runs about 210 on the gauge. I wonder if, if that's too hot. That's probably on the gauge. It's probably only running 200 or something. I know so the gauge is not accurate. Right. Yeah, but what about the water pump? It would show a leak. Yeah, it would show a leak. Yeah, it has that little weep hole. It's supposed uh-huh. to. Yeah, there's no. Yeah. So they they've run it for hours at a time and they can't see anything. Yeah, we've had vehicles like that too, where we just can't find anything and. Most likely you know, using it's, it. It's yeah. It, there's probably just a very small seat head gasket or something along those lines. Wh- which and, engine, David? It's at 4.7 V8. Oh, the 4.7, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's really sweet. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah, and those are a good engine. They yeah. they did have, that could have, I should say. They didn't all, but they could have a coolant loss issue. That was one of the issues that engine did have. I mean, oh. aside from pulling it down, putting head gaskets intake, putting it all back together and seeing if that helps, I, I don't really know what else to tell you. And I'm sure they're in the same boat, David. Yeah, I, I've heard other engines. Uh, Ford has an engine that does it, uh-huh. uh, but it's rare. You know, it's not that much. Yeah. You know, on something like that, I mean, I don't really like using stop leak, but the K-Seal. K-Seal is what I would um, do. Great, great idea, Ken. I mean, just pull yes. some of that coolant out of the radiator, or I guess it's on the upper hose on that. 
but pull enough out where you can get a can or a bottle of Casey. I think it's four to six ounces or something like that. So that doesn't gum it up because a lot of them just really are bad. It does not. And we haven't had any issues with like that if you, you know, follow the instructions and get it in there correctly. And How do you spell that? The, uh, the letter the number, K. Yeah, the letter K. And then S-E-A-L. Dash seal. Yep. It comes in a green. And K, K, did you say K seal? K seal. So just yep. the letter K and then seal, S-E-A-L, K seal. Yep. I've got you. Napa has it. Comes in a blue and blue yep. bottle with an orange Orangish, top on it. Yeah, yeah. orange mm-hmm. color lettering yeah. and stuff on it. Yeah. Can't miss it. I mean, on stuff like that, I I agree, Ken. Th- there's just not much else you can do. And, 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 and David, here's the deal. If it's... if if it's even, I've seen that stuff seal up even a fair size leak. You, mm-hmm. uh, it is, it is pretty amazing. I would try that next. I think Ken's onto yeah. something. Try it next and see what happens. You got yeah. nothing to lose, right? I mean, okay, so yeah. it's not going to be a, a problem uh, like the other. No, in fact, as it gets down to that, you know, half a bottle or so, let it even get a little further to where you know it's even down in the radiator. Some, then put it in the radiator itself. Yeah, and then fill things back up. That's what I would do. Because I think the radiator on that one fills on the upper hose, doesn't it? It's got the cap on the upper hose on that one, or does it have an actual yeah. radiator back towards cap? the firewall? Doesn't it? Yeah, on the well, on the, the, the radiator there. cap. Yeah. The radiator cap is a few inches away from uh, the top of the radiator. Correct. Uh, yeah. Correct. Yeah. Put. We're going to let it get down some, and then put it right in there. Yep. Yeah. When it's cold, so you might even need to suck some out. But correct, yeah, but yeah, get so the bottle in there. Just put it. You talked about things here. Uh, you just put it in the the, the radiator. Yeah, I, I wouldn't put it in the overflow Don't put it in the bottle. Overflow. Right. We want it in the radiator yeah. itself. Yeah, and then it, yeah, I'm not going to do the radi- the overflow. No. Yeah, I mean it'll end up in there anyway right. as it expands and contracts. But yeah, it's. That stuff we found to, like John was saying, you know, do do amazing things, and it might, you know, it it can't hurt anything, and all it's going to do is, you know, it could help. Right. And if that stops it, then you know, then you're, you're on probably the right on a head gasket That's issue, right. and and just run it till yeah. it becomes a problem. It may seal it for a long time. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So you, the head gasket, it could be so minor that you wouldn't see yeah. evidence. Correct. Uh, yep. Wow. Okay. Okay. Well, you guys are good. Keep Thank you, David. No, appreciate it. I appreciate it. For a lot of you listening, you're going to find this hard to believe, but six liter Ford diesels have an EGR cooler that leak. They they get rotten and they leak in the middle of a snowstorm, where we had one of those that was leaking like a sieve, and you know when they're leaking, they're they pour out white smoke, smoke like out no behind tomorrow. you. Yeah. yeah. I have fixed one of those with K seal, and it lasted several weeks until we could get out of the snow world and actually get it in and get a cooler put in it and so on. So I have fixed a 6-liter major coolant leak out of the cooler itself yeah. with K-Seal. Mm-hmm. That's a testimony as to how well that stuff works, right. and it does. So let's take another call before we go to break. Jim and Centennial is next. Go ahead, Jim. Hey, how you doing today? Good. Doing good. Hey, I got a answer for uh, your question of the day. Oh, awesome. Uh, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tag on to your Ford line I don't think anybody's going to disagree, but that new Ford E Mustang is hideous. Yeah, I'm not sold on that one either. I don't like the back I, end. I, 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 that's a disgrace to a Mustang. It just looks like a normal. Ford they should have called. I, I I know where Ford's going, and I get it, but I would not have called that a Mustang. Yeah. No, no, call it uh, something else. Call whatever you want, but not a Mustang. The Flex, the the flex Two. Whatever. <laughs> do not do a disgrace <laughs> yeah. to the Mustang name right. by doing that right. to it. Yeah. And then I, I have a quick question to uh, that other guy. Just uh, sparked a question for me about coolant. 
Um, I have a 2013 Acura. Ken does all my work for me. Hi, Ken. How you doing? I'm doing great, um, Jim. How about you? I'll be calling you here in a couple of weeks for some maintenance. But uh, coolant, um, 2013 Acura has the original coolant in it, and it always tests good. Does right. coolant ever, like, go bad, or do you just keep it in there until it tests bad? Or can you explain how that how coolant works or how, how long it lasts or yeah. when you need to flush it? or Right, yeah. The, well, it it builds up acidity, basically, mm-hmm. so the pH changes. And electrolysis, it can yeah. build up that as well. Exactly. And I know every time we've tested yours, everything has shown good pH and everything. A lot of that has lines. to do with you, how it's driven, where it's driven, where it's parked, you know, inside, outside. All those things, Jim, have a factor on that, in my opinion. I, I think there's people that might argue with me on that, but I just know from my own personal experience, uh, inside, how you drive, all those different things have a factor in how long that lasts. Yeah. So, yeah. so you don't have to worry about Oh, it's 11 years old. We need to flush it out just as long as it's still test it tests okay. good, it's okay. It's good to go. Right. Yep. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. That'd be good. All right, Jim. Well, I appreciate it. Great phone Thanks, call. Thanks, Jim. Uh, Tom, you hang tight. Mike as well. We'll be right back, guys. Don't go anywhere. This is Drive Radio. We've got a line open, 303-477-5600, KLZ Radio. Napa know-how. A Napa guy knows that by the foot, there's no better ride than an old station wagon. Room for six people facing forward, two people facing backward, and a whole lot of luggage, lumber, and bicycles haphazardly strapped to the roof. If you can parallel park that beast, you can park anything. And with some quality parts and a little Napa know-how, you can keep your land ship running longer, stronger. It's not obsolete. It's a rare treasure. That's Napa know-how. Napa know-how. Have an older furnace system? Noticing high energy bills, more breakdowns, are some rooms colder than you'd like? Upgrade to a modern high-efficiency furnace and you can reduce your heating usage by 20 to 40%. Less money spent heating your home and more money to spend doing the things that you enjoy most. Mention this ad and receive $250 off your upgrade to a high-efficiency furnace system. Call 720-442-8842 or visit driveradio.com today. That's 720-442-8842 or go to drive-radio.com for absolute electrical heating and air. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. If your engine doesn't leak oil, but you have to add to it between oil changes, where does the oil go? The problem occurs when piston rings clog with carbon and then allow oil to blow by the pistons and burn in combustion chambers. The best service shops use a BG product that cleans the engine in just 15 minutes. Find a shop with BG products at bgfindashop.com. That's bgfindashop.com. It will protect your engine and your pocketbook. Find a shop now. Go to bgfindashop.com. Thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. No more hopping from one mechanic to another, trying to find a solution for your vehicle's persistent issue. Extreme Auto Repair has a reputation for fixing problems quickly. You bring your Nissan to the dealer because of a rattling noise, they charge you $4,000. You still hear the noise. You bring the same vehicle to Extreme Auto Repair in Parker, where Sean and his team quickly discover a broken bolt in the subframe. A known Nissan failure they've seen many times before. Real stories like this one earn Extreme Auto Repair customers for life. As one woman exclaims in a recent five-star review, thanks for restoring my faith in humanity. The factory-trained technicians at Extreme Auto Repair stay up to date with the manufacturer data for your vehicle's specific make and model for quick and experienced problems. Solving. 
Fill out the contract form now at klzradio.com extreme. You want to protect your classic car in the event of an accident on the way to a car show or a surprise Colorado hailstorm. But you shouldn't insure your classic car the same way you'd insure your everyday vehicle. Paul Anigro and his team at Group Insurance Analysts will get you the right coverage for your classic car. Just like with any other form of insurance, Paul and his team at GIA will shop the entire market at no extra charge, hunting for the right coverage at the best price. Remember, GIA works for you, not a specific insurance company, so they have more options. Unlike other forms of insurance, though, you should not insure your classic car based on cash value. You've put a lot of work into that car, so the real value far exceeds the book price. GIA will make sure your vehicle is insured up to a stated value to protect your investment. Get the right insurance from GIA. Call 303-423-0162. All right, Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Thanks for joining us. Ken Rackley, Tune Tech Automotive with me. Kurt Rogers joining us now for a little bit as well from Affordable Interest Mortgage. Good morning, Kurt. Good morning to you. It is a beautiful day yeah. out there. We'll yeah. take it. Yeah, we'll take it till tomorrow night. The change is coming. That's, that's right. right. We'll take it. That's right. <laughs> Tom and Lakewood, you're next, sir. Go ahead. Well, I got a couple of comments and then uh, a question about uh, the uh, gas uh, line on a Malibu. Okay. My first one was uh, I was going down I-70. I went under that park or whatever it's called there by Brighton Boulevard. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I was following a semi. Let me tell you, that semi didn't clear that park by too much, maybe a couple feet. And I just wonder how much you're going to have when some guy loads a, a backhoe or something in that uh, back of a semi, and yeah, it's going to hit that bridge. It, it really shocks me in between the flooding and uh, the clearance. Hmm. Yeah, no, that to your point, I mean, of- I drive that almost every day, Tom. You're right. There's not a lot of extra there. That, that's going to get hit soon. And uh, the other thing is, is the other or last week, Bud Wells had a column about, and he writes in the Post. Yeah. But he had a column about uh, he tested it. I think it was a Mercedes SUV, and it had uh, give or take 300 miles uh, on the uh, range and a 70 kilowatt battery. Mm-hmm. And uh, he was going back home from wherever he went. And he paid $22.90, and he picked up 125 miles. And, God, that's, that's a lot to pay for energy. Yes. And I pay about half that in my, in my Malibu. And uh, I was just thinking we won't have any trouble getting uh, those electric cars serviced because the guy's paying or marking it up about 500% from what you'd buy it for at home. Right. And that's... I've ne- that was the first time in all these years I've seen that that number advertised or not advertised, noticed. Uh, most people don't and, talk. Well, uh, first of all, most journalists. Bud's different. I know Buddy's a great guy, by the way. But most most journalists know very little about EVs. Even the ones that have driven them don't really know what the ownership side of it's like. I do because I own one. And yeah, to your point, Tom, if you have to go buy electricity out of your own area, your home, your business, whatever, yeah, it's expensive. Yep. Yep. And uh, great point. Well, I got, I got a Malibu, and it doesn't have a gas cap. And I went to put some 44K in it. That's a new newer car. Uh-huh. And, oh, I had trouble. I, finally, I ended up with a funnel that uh, 
<laughs> I used to oh. use for an automatic transmission. Right. And uh, sometimes those are even hard to get in. So, you're, did you buy the car new or no? Yeah. Okay. I did. So they do and have that that comes with the vehicle. They have a it's a fill basically. So like if you do, were to run out of gas and go get a gas can. It, it's a plastic black, probably in the spare tire area or something. Usually it's down in the spare tire, yeah. Tom. And you grab it, it's about, I don't know what. Eight inches, 12 yeah. inches long. Yeah, like maybe it's not even that long. Ten, yeah. I don't know, maybe, maybe eight inches. It's yeah. not very long. And you just put it oh. down in there, and then you pour it in. So it's a It's funnel. its own funnel, yeah, basically. It's its own it comes funnel. with the car. But it has to open the locks on those Correct. doors. Correct. So, yeah. And it, and it does that, Tom. It's yeah. made for the car. So if yeah. you, were at, you were to run out of gas or put an additive in, like you just mentioned, it does come with that. Yeah. And okay. if, I looked in the uh, spare tire. I didn't see it, but I'll look again now. Yeah, be, know it has its own little clip and a holder, so it doesn't just bounce around, but it's right. in there. Yep. They're hard to see. Get a flashlight right. out. Right, yeah. And they're usually, a, <laughs> if, if I remember right, they're attached to something. Well, and like in my truck, they're they clipped were on. attached to something. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I okay. can't remember. I'll look yeah. again. And they're, and they're and usually... To, to Ken's point, they're usually black, so get a flashlight yeah. you can see with, down in with there. With the black carpet, it's, yeah. yeah it's they black, don't stand black carpet, out. black yeah. tire, all this, yeah, and yeah, right. you're supposed to find it. But yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> get and, a flashlight out. And see, if you had a BG uh, supplier, he would just give you a funnel that was made for that, too. Correct. But, That's an engineer uh, with a sense well, of humor. I went there to you a go. local auto parts <laughs> store, and they didn't have any. No, they, no, they won't right. have that. Yeah. It, it's, it's a unique. It's I a wonder unique if, funnel. I wonder if you don't have one. Uh, my truck came with it and, and stuff Mine, like that. I yeah. wonder if Amazon has that for capitalist Oh, they probably gas. do. You probably yeah. could buy one, too, for that matter. Yeah, they're probably yeah. five bucks or something. But, um, but yeah, now that – go ahead. I got a Silverado, and I've got a oh, 250,000 miles on but I put a couple gas caps on it because of the uh, computer uh, – uh, making a thing that oxygen's getting to it or something. Now, in the Malibu, are those things pretty well guaranteed for life? And I take that to be 3,000 or 300,000 miles or so. They're, well, they Will don't guarantee them for that long, but you get an EVAP leak, and if it leaks, yeah. I mean, it. we haven't had to replace any, and they've been out for you know a quite a few now. years. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. 10 years okay. plus. Yeah, so, yeah, I would say so. Yeah. Different models, not all models, but, yeah. So you're and you can buy one of those on Amazon if you have yeah. to, Tom, for like eight bucks. Yeah, just put in cap. Hey, well, thank you. You're very you welcome, Tom. Appreciate that. And yeah, those of you that have capless fuel systems, they typically have a funnel somewhere in the car that will help you with this process, adding yeah. some different additives or gas mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. So yeah. just just food for thought. All right, Mike in Fort Collins, go ahead, Mike. So the fellow who called in just a little bit ago. A, a little bit. Uh, he was losing his coolant, and nobody could find out where it was going. I had the same problem, and I did everything. Uh, when the car was parked, there was absolutely no drips or anything. Here's what happened: my my heat controller for running the heater inside the car in the winter time wasn't responding like it used to, and thought, "Oh, I gotta." Check that little valve. And so when I went, this is on a Ford with a 302. And when I went to look at that guy, it basically crumbled in my hand as I undid it from the hose. The plastic had rotted out forever and ever. And so I went to the auto parts, got a new uh, 
heater control valve. Yep. yep, and then so that's what it was, and that fixed the problem. I was losing. I was. I got to the point where I was adding uh, half a quart to a quart every thousand miles or something like that, and I could never figure out where all my coolant was going because yeah. I. But that's what it was. So such a minor leak. Yeah, you just yeah, have can't a hard time it. tracking them down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. That's the bad news about those plastic parts, you know. And yep. it, 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 twenty years old, and it, it it was leaking when I was evidently driving down the highway, and and then vibration and whatever the fluid was going out because I I checked it three ways to Sunday for two <laughs> or three years. Yeah, couldn't ever find. It, so mm-hmm. that's what it was. Now, right. quick question: I'm not a diesel guy, and regretfully, I don't have the year, but and the miles. But there's a the church has a Ram. Dodge Ram pickup, and it's the full size, so it's not the small Ram. It's um, it's a Dodge pickup, diesel, and we were driving not fully loaded. We didn't have a load on at the time. And so as we were driving down the road, I said, are you doing that with your foot? Do you realize, like, are you speeding up and slowing down on purpose? And he said, no. Says it's not me. Well, then I told our fellow at the church what was going on with it, and he we were surging. It surges, and so we paid attention. And so when you give it more fuel, no problem. Acceleration, no problem. Idle, no problem. It's only when you're going 35, 40 miles an hour down the road and just holding that in that steady spot, it's surging. And so he took to the shop, supposedly. They told him it was the fuel filter needed to be changed. And I didn't say anything, per se, to him. They can't do it right now because we don't have enough money in the church to do it. But that sounds like baloney to me. Do you have any ideas? And then I have one quick question after that. It's possible. Um, I don't know what year diesel that is if it's five nine or six seven doesn't matter it, it some of it would matter as to how the uh fuel system is controlled is it you know common rail or is it got a, a manual pump and if i knew more of that i could tell you more specifically if that's even on the right track i will say if it hasn't been changed in some time it needs done regardless and you're not going to hurt anything in doing so it's maintenance anyways uh and it, it needs done on most likely and i don't know how much how many miles a year you put on but typically an annual basis you need to put a fuel filter on it could it cause surging yes okay good thank you now here's my other question this is going to get a little geeky but and you can do this over the next break when okay. you have time all right sounds good I thought we just recently switched from Ilsac and GF-5 to Ilsac 6 and GF, GIF-6. Correct. What is the big difference that they, if it's going to improve the oil? Uh, it's additives, fuel economy. Uh, it's just a, it's a more it's a more modern oil for the modern engines that, that are required. It's backwards compatible where it'll work in the the previous generations as well but yes it's just a more sophisticated oil the best way for me to say it good enough you can talk about it later okay appreciate it mike no thank you very much bill hang tight we'll come right back drive radio klz 560
Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. At Napa, we're always trying to make the great parts we sell even better. From the bacteria-killing surface on our cabin air filters to our revolutionary new Adaptive One brakes. And every Napa part is covered by a warranty good at any of our 6,000 Napa Auto Parts stores. Yeah, maybe you don't get this at your average auto parts store, but we've spent the last 80 years making sure we were anything but average. Go to NapaOnline.com for a location nearest you. Napa, get the good stuff. You're driving down the road and out of nowhere comes a bang. A huge rock just hit your windshield and now you have a star in your windshield. We all know the chip can be fixed, but who is the best? Who has the best resins that keep developing them to work with the newest windshields? That would be Novus Autoglass. Novus, which is the Latin word for innovate, invented windshield repair in 1972 and it still leads the industry in cutting edge technology. Backed by more patents than any other repair and replacement company, while other glass repair services offer limited warranties or worse none at all you can trust the original novus pros to stand behind their work with a full refund that you can use towards a windshield replacement for the life of your windshield find a novus location near you by going to our website drive-radio.com just click on the novus link that's novus autoglass a proud sponsor of drive radio Top auto manufacturers admit that today's high-tech engines on average can use a quart of oil every thousand miles. Why? To meet the government's fuel economy mandates, they use the faster-moving low-tension piston rings that can clog quickly, reducing power, causing poor fuel economy. The performance oil service from BG Products cleans piston rings and restores the fuel system. And it's backed up with lifetime protection for the engine. Ask your service advisor about the BG Performance Oil Service or go to BGFindashop.com. That's BGFindashop.com. You are responsible for making sure that you are properly insured, but you're not alone. While Paul Lewinberger believes in personal accountability, he wants to make sure he's setting you up for success as your home and auto insurance agent. Paul will teach you about how you can save money on your premium while being fully covered in case of a loss. Your insurance should be for emergencies, not petty cosmetic issues. Insurance is not a coupon, your bank account, or for maintenance. Paul Lewinberger will tell you that your insurance is for emergencies. And when you work with Paul, you'll be rewarded for your diligence. Ask him about their incentivizing rebate program. Take a higher deductible and take responsibility. It's just one of the ways they can afford to keep their rates low. Take control of your life. Take responsibility for your insurance coverage. Call Paul Lewinberger with American National Insurance now at 303-662-0789. That's 303-662-0789. 
All right, we are back. Drive Radio, KLZ 560. Myself, Ken Rackley, Tech Automotive. Uh, Kurt Rogers, Affordable Interest Mortgage. Kurt's one of our, our main sponsors here, which I appreciate very much, and I, I appreciate what he does for us. And some of you always are maybe thinking, well, how, what does mortgages have to do with cars? Well, between the mortgage and the car payment. That's the biggest. Those are your biggies. Those are yeah. the big ones. Right? Yep. Yes. That's why you're here. <laughs> That's exactly right. Because <laughs> it all and, goes hand in hand. And with the equity that you have in your home, it helps you with buying cars and taking care of cars and building garages and stuff like that. Yeah, I think, you know, the one thing that I really love about Kurt and his, his all-in-one program, which it's a mortgage called all-in-one, it's an interest-only, think of it this way, interest-only line of credit up to about 80% loan-to-value on your home. And the way that works is, and a lot of people think, well, why would I want to do that? So for an example, you've got a home, and a lot of you, this is not going to be an exaggeration, you've got a home that's worth $800,000. Because let's face it, the average home is five. So a lot yeah. of you listening are much higher than that. Yeah. Some of you are even higher than the 800. But we'll use 800. On 800, Kurt, they could borrow up, or they could have a line of credit up to? 640. 640. Let's say that your current mortgage is 250. And I'm not far off and probably what I'm thinking here on, on math for a lot of you that are listening right now. So let's say your current mortgage is 250. 1,200 a month. Okay. You could go to the 640 interest only. You're going to go ahead and pay your 250 off, and that'll be your new balance on your line of credit, interest only. Correct. What's the payments? Twelve, thirteen hundred. Same, same as it was. Difference is, you now have almost four hundred thousand dollars of equity. That if you need to do anything with that, yes, you have to pay it back or pay interest on whatever that outstanding balance is. But the key is, especially those of you listening that are self-employed, it really gives you a big cushion that you can, you know, do whatever you need to in case of something that were to come up. I don't know what that would be. Kurt's point, you're going to build a garage. You're, you're going to, you know, going to build a shop out back. You're thinking of doing a second home, a rental property, anything along those home lines. Home improvements. Home improvements. Or you're a business owner and there's times of the year where maybe your receivables are just high enough that you want that extra cash flow. We have it for you. Yeah. There it is. The, the ability to access that money when you think about it, yes, you have to pay it back. But if you didn't have that option just to write the check, where would you get the money? Because if you know anything about banks, they don't give you money when you need it. They give it when you don't need it. That's right. So when you need it, they're going to say no. That's right. You become your own bank, and you can make the decision right. and say, I want it. Here's what I'm going to use it for. I don't have to take it out of my 401K or IRA. I don't have to go buy, put it on a credit card. I just get to take my money and pay back at my terms. Makes sense. Well, I gave an example yeah. Thursday on some of you guys that are motorsports enthusiasts, car enthusiasts, you know, motorcycles, and so on. Let's use the motorcycle individual, for example. With this type of a product in that line of credit on your home, you could own a Harley. Let's say, say so you're you're a bike guy, you're a Harley guy, and you buy that Harley though in February, when prices are at the least, because it's the middle of winter and anybody's got one, and you know they've gotten into hard times or whatever the case may be, and all of a sudden they want to sell it. Well, you're going to buy it cheapest in February, correct? Not July, February. So you buy it in February. Maybe you need to do a few things to it, fix it up, and so on. So you do that, and guess what? By the time spring rolls around, you've got your bike, you're ready to ride it. But what you do though is. Oh, long about maybe the first of September or so, you put it up for sale. Yeah, I know you might miss some of that fun fall riding season, but bear with me. So you sell that, which, by the way, is still at the peak. So you're going to get your full money out of the bike. Probably make a little money. Yeah. Guess what? You put that money back down on that line of credit. You now have it available to do the same thing again next year. 
Idea being, you're making money on these bikes, not spending money on them. Right. If you and, do it correctly. And if if one year is not long enough to keep the bike, you like it enough, keep it the second year, you're still going to be in the same position. Correct. Sell it, you've paid it back down, Correct. and then you wait for another bike to come Correct. out. And you can do that example on cars yep. or boats Investment or properties or ATVs or pro- whatever. You, you, whatever you think of that you can turn into additional cash, that's what you would use that product for because it gives you the access to do that whereby otherwise you're out trying to figure out how to scrounge up that money pull it out of savings do whatever you need to do to make that happen this makes it very easy and simple one of the things i've noticed with a lot of customers that i have that have the asset manager what they like about it is that when they decide to do a home improvement if they're going to go out and borrow the money they're going to say well i think i can have it done for 50 grand or i can do it for 60 grand but once you start it's always going to cost you more and it's always going to take longer right with this loan you get to not have to suffer. You don't don't have to cut back because you didn't get enough. Right. You have the option of saying, okay, I'm going to finish the way I want, and then take the time you need to pay it off instead of the bank's time to pay it off. Correct. You're your own bank. You, correct. You're in control of your That's money. That's the best way to say it. Yep. That's the best way to say it. Bill and Centennial, you got a dash cam story. What's going on? Well, not a story, John. I just got a quick question. Sure. get an early Christmas Early Christmas present, and I've been looking at dash cams, and they run anywhere between fifty to two hundred bucks. Correct. And I want to spend around a hundred bucks. Do you recommend a certain one? I do not. I think that comes down to personal preference. What does it look like? How much dash space is it taken up? What's the quality of the images coming right. out? And I will tell you that on cameras, you get what you pay for. So yeah. I probably wouldn't go any less than that hundred dollars. I think you're in the right, but the right ball ballpark there. I don't think you got to spend two hundred dollars, Bill, because you can get a lot for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, now, really quick, okay. somebody else asked a question on a text line for this, and I'll, I'll give this out as well. I'm not an expert or an attorney, but if they asked me for my dash camera footage, I would say court order, please. Okay, good. Where's your warrant? Thank you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Especially if I'm in the wrong. Now, if you're not in the wrong, you know, take the the situation that Jerry called (laughs) in first about where somebody jumps out and you, you know, you run into them and hit them. Well, yeah, in that case, I probably would just hand it over and say, here's my proof. It wasn't my fault. Here you go. Yeah. But I still probably, Bill, in that case, would have an attorney involved. Yeah. Okay. Well, the same thing applies to my ring doorbell. I won't give up footage on my ring doorbell unless Agree. it helps me. Uh, right. Agree. Right. There you go. Exactly. exactly, Bill. Yep. Okay. Okay. Good show. Thanks, no, guys. appreciate that. Good. By the way, great comment. Good. Good question. I do think dash cams are going to become more and more popular just because of what we just said. Randy yeah. in Kansas, we got a couple of minutes. Go ahead, sir. Hey, uh, John. I told you uh, on the '99 Jeep Cherokee Sport four liter automatic transmission. On the last couple of weeks or so, I had him do that harmonic balancer, crankshaft, or whatever, put the new belt on. Uh, about a week later, if that, it needed a distributor, everything was fine. But I kept getting the check engine light. The stalling stopped, which is really great. But a check engine light just bugs the heck out of me. It's like, you know, a fly singing and you got one arm, therapy. But anyway, so I went to the auto parts store. Theirs didn't pick up anything. So I went to my mechanics, and I said, they probably spent, you know, 79 200 bucks on theirs, and you probably spent 500 He said, more like 5000 mm-hmm. But anyway, so his picked it up. He got off the code, code he got. It was either a P207 or it was a P2007. And he said something about it being an external part that's on my transmission, which, by the way, is around 500 bucks. That would make sense. Uh, do you have any idea what that part is so i can maybe google it look at it understand it get some 
If it's external, typically it would be like a pressure sensor or a range switch or mm-hmm. if it's external, yeah. Yeah, he said it's external. Yeah. I mean, a range switch is really the only thing now, I can think the only of other time, The only other time was about six months ago I was getting a check engine light, and they did pull up a code. I don't remember it. And had something to do with, he said something with the transmission communicating, and that's when I was using my cruise control a lot. But I did end up finding, uh, we were looking for leaks under the, with the smoke, with the leak, looking for leaks in the hoses and all. He found one near the check valve, but he also found another one by the cruise control. So we kind of slid some real tight holes over that, and I don't use the cruise that much. But that was six months ago, that was the last time, and it did have something to do with something that communicated with the transmission. I wonder if that's the same, same thing. Maybe that possibly. And and what's confusing to me is those codes don't really jive with what they're telling you. But that they could be giving you, you know, a different number. I, I, again, the numbers yeah. could be off. Yeah, so I don't want to. I don't want to yeah, be too a, judgmental. A, a P zero two typically isn't transmission. No, a P zero seven would be hundred or whatever right. is usually your transmission. Uh, oh so, wait, now she said P O seven hundred. That okay. sounds better. Yeah, there we go. Now Thank you. Yeah. there you go. Yeah. That's better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Randy, I let you go. We're at the top of the hour, but yeah, I would check that. If you know the exact code, text me that. We can maybe walk through that. But yeah, it sounds like they're on the right track. And yes, that would make sense. Text line three zero seven two hundred eighty two twenty two. John and Cheyenne, hang tight. We'll come back to you. And uh, don't go anywhere. We'll hold you over the top of the hour. A couple lines open three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. This is Drive Radio KLZ five sixty. Still haven't had enough? Go to drive radiocom Email your questions and comments. Download previous programs and find lots of useful information, including your nearest Colorado Select Auto Care Center. That's drive-radio.com. Thanks for listening to Drive Radio, sponsored by the member shops of Colorado Select Auto Care Centers on KLZ 560.